Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show this morning. I missed you all last week, but I was out teaching a mom group about self-confidence, so that was also fun for me. How are you on this Wednesday in our slightly chaotic world? Slightly not chaotic sometimes? Yeah. (sighs) Tuning into Calm becoming um, more and more important as this year continues with its transforming energy and whirlwind energy. Kind of crazy. I have to tell you something. So yesterday, I was busy doing my chores and some yoga, and I hear this big crash. That something hit my house, or I thought maybe the satellite dish for the TV fell off the house, or something happened. So I go look outside, and so the the satellite dish, it has like a bar, and then the, the big circle, and then the other stuff that connects to the satellites from there. And in between the big circle and the house on that bar was a prairie chicken. Yeah, not even kidding. A prairie chicken hit my house and was just having a rest on the satellite dish. Yeah. It was kind of poking at the wires a bit, and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work for me. I'm not sure why you're here, but okay. And so I gave it a few moments to see if it would fly away. No, it just hung out there. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So then I went and I grabbed my broom and I kind of shook it at it a bit, and it flew away. What are the chances? Like, seriously, how many people can say a prairie chicken hit their house? I'm like, well, this must be a sign of something. And so I went to get my animal spirit guide book, but they don't have prairie chicken. So I just had to content myself with not knowing for now. Then this morning I thought, well, I should just look online. And so I did, and um, you can look up chicken but you can also look up grouse and so I'm like okay I can I can deal with that because it's another term for the prairie chicken and the meaning is that is you're increasingly coming into your personal power which draws from source and expresses through you and as you how sweet is that so thank you prairie chicken even if it was a little weird a little weird okay But I want to um, remind you that watch for those signs and symbols because when things are turbulent and you need that calm, if you feel supported by the universe, you're going to be able to tap into that calm quicker. And it's, yeah, (laughs) there's so much going on right now. 
and we don't really know how it's all going to play out. We don't know where our world is headed. It's it's shocking at times, but we have to find a way to just find our calm and work on fixing the things that we can and letting go of the things that we can't. And I'm going to tell you, watch your um, energy of where you're engaging. Because here's the deal. We can change some things. Let's talk about the Women's March. Because I've had some super interesting conversations with people about this whole thing. And I love that everybody has a different take. Well, not, well what, everybody has a slightly different take or perspective on the events. For me, I feel like it's more archetypal. So um, on one hand, we have that male dominant energy that can be, you know, abusive or condescending. And on the other side is the feminine energy who are trying to, you know, get equal footing, trying to, you know, have more rights and everything that, you know, the women's movement is working towards. Now, it's not as black and white in that, as that or as simple as that. But for a lot of people, that's what it came down to. So never mind there was two political candidates, one male, one female, and two different political parties. It was also the archetypes of the patriarchal society and the matriarchal society. And I don't feel like it was like a clear black and white situation. It's very gray, very fuzzy. But the thing is, whether you were against the women's march or thought it was fool and thought it was foolish, or you were for the women's march and celebrated it, I applaud the fact that they did something. Because if you're feeling hopeless and helpless in a situation, if you can do some sort of action, something, to feel like you're either letting your voice be heard or you know, showing that you disagree with the situation, even if you cannot change it, but if you're doing something and being proactive, it will make you energetically feel better. even if the results are not what you wish for. It's okay because you've tried, you've done something. And sometimes that's the whole point. I mean, online, wow, it's kind of amazing. All the comments and all the um Opposing sides, I'm going to call it. I don't know. It's There's so many fuzzy gray areas, but it's bringing out passion in people, and it's quite interesting. I am concerned it's going to create a, a division, but we have to wait and see because we don't actually know for sure how this is all going to play out. Um, it's interesting how it's been challenging our perceptions. It's... Um, 
showing us that there is truth in situations, but there is also perspective, and it doesn't always match. And what might be true for one person is not true for another. And so we need to work at our tolerance and our compassion and understanding that, you know, even the people that don't see the world the way we do, they still have a right to see the world the way they do, right? Who are we to tell them that they're wrong on that? Celebrate that we do have the freedom to have differing opinions. I'm finding it quite fascinating, although I have to tell you, being empathic, and I'm sure a lot of you are feeling this, I have to disengage and disconnect quite often and just sit with the energy and let it go. Because some of the comments that I'm seeing or articles I'm reading, they're vicious. And I don't like that. I don't like that energy. That energy kind of debilitates me. or That's not the right word. It, it can overwhelm me in a completely negative way. And I have to disconnect and reset, recharge when I've been experiencing that energy. I, if it's too big, I will go into hibernation. Just because I can't handle it very well, I've, I've never been able to handle vicious and mean violence. It just, I don't like it. It's bigger than that, though. It's not that I don't, just simply don't like it. I have a hard time dealing with it, as many people do. And, you know, they, some people just don't even try. They, you know, we can call it burying their heads in the sand, but if that's the way they choose to live their life and how they can cope, we can honor that. We can choose to honor that, even if we don't understand it. That's kind of my point. We can choose to honor other people's beliefs, thoughts, but we don't have to agree with them. Starting a fight about it is probably not the best use of your time. Because we do need to realize that our world is vast and we are all connected, but we don't all believe the same things. And I do, I, again, I do worry this is going to create a division because sometimes I'll read a comment and I'll think, oh, really? Why would that person say that? Like, I don't know if I like them. And I'm like, okay, is it that black and white, though? Am I going to intensely dislike someone for their political beliefs? Not, not really. Not if I value them as a person. I mean, if it became a big issue where every you know, topic of conversation was one of us trying to convince the other uh, that they're right, then that would become an issue. But there's lots of other things to talk about. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way. But we have to be aware of what we're feeling and what we're saying and decide what's important and what we can let go of. Because our world is, it just is. It is this way. It's just, there's going to be great things that come out of 
all this turbulent energy. And it's going to feel messy, but we're going to have a, a new understanding of our world. So I can use my own experience. So as you all know that have been listening for a while, you know, when um, our provincial government introduced a bill a year ago that affected farmers and ranchers, and I went to rallies, and I went to um, listen to them speak about it because we didn't understand the rules. And it, it did work, us going to rallies, and because family farms were exempt from some of them. But I tell you what, we still don't know the rules. They still have not been written. It's a law. It was passed a year ago in January, but there's still no rules. How can that be? I have no idea, but it is. And so one of the things I learned from that was let my voice be heard in a respectful manner, but realize when it's being dismissed as not important and don't keep fighting when it's a waste of energy. Have I made peace with what's happened? Absolutely. Did I get a choice? No. I could have gone and, and railed. And I mean, there's many groups online that are would support me if I did that, right? I could, you know, band together with them and we'd complain all the time. But to me, personally, that wasn't healthy and it didn't work. So I disconnected from it. And I'm just going to hope for the best. Because I did find when I was in that energy, I was losing hope. I felt dismissed I felt not important and I'm not the only one but at the same time I can't fix other people's perceptions of it I can only fix my own and then when that's successful I can share with them what I did and I have but I had to come to terms and make peace with what was going on simply to go about my day does that make sense And one of the main ways I did that was just acknowledging all the good things in my life. Like this morning, the sun is shining. Yay! It has its bad points because um, we don't have a ton of snow and we have a lot of ice, and that's really hard on my cows, so that's not yay. But the trees are all frosty and sparkly, and so I'm choosing to acknowledge the beauty in that and let it fill my soul and not worry about my cows on the ice. Do what I can for them, but acknowledge that there's a good chance that some of them will miscarry their calves. Just had one yesterday, and as heartbreaking and upsetting that is, it is what it is, right? I can't change it. I do go out and say, oh, sorry, sweetie, and, you know, do my thing, but... If you can acknowledge the the simpler things that are not going to go away, like the beauty of the day, that first cup of coffee in the morning, it's one of my favorites, slow down. Because it's really easy to get on that whirlwind and treadmill of hustling and doing and, and being. And if that doesn't suit your energy, some people it does. It lifts them up. It makes them feel good things, and for others of us, it doesn't. You have to know that about yourself. 
and it also can change day to day. Some days I'm like, wow, that's a great opportunity. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to get that. I'm going to do that, and that lifts me up. Other days, if that opportunity came across, I would be, it would be a challenge or it would feel heavy for me to pursue it. You have to really pay attention to your energies because one of the things that's going on is we are going to trust our own instincts more. Instincts, intuition, psychic is normal. We're all going to, we do, every day we do. Pay attention. Notice what you notice. I love it because you get these little hits of information and then you get them validated. Like yesterday I was getting ready to do some stuff and I thought, oh, I bet you this person's going to be at the basketball game tonight because of blah, 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 blah. I just bet. Turns out it was true. So was I getting that information because um, I needed a validation to make sure I'm on the right track? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can trust our instincts. We can trust our intuition. But we have to decipher which is our ego, protective, fear messages. Oh, you can't do that. That's so scary. Oh, I'm going to, all the calves are going to lose their calves and I won't be able to pay my mortgage. Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh. And then, you know, you spiral into that. That's happening. There's a lot of that energy in the world. I find that myself getting into that and I'm like, okay, stop. Just stop for a minute. And I do the breath meditation. On my in-breath, I think or say out loud, calm. And on my out-breath, I say my first name. So calm, Shannon. Stand up straight. Put your hands on your tummy to do the breath meditation, too. Just It gives you something else to focus on, to reset your energy in that moment so you can calm down. It's easy not to be calm. There's a lot of panic in our world. Uncertainty and fear is just the perfect recipe for panic. And when we're panic and fearful, our intuition and instincts are not always as sharp because we don't know if we can trust them or not. So if you can take a few seconds to calm yourself down and then feel, know, tap into what's right for you to do next. If it's disconnecting from social media for a few hours, do it. If it's resetting your energy by a sea salt bath, a walk in the sunshine, listening to some good music and dancing around the house, do it. Do not get caught in the trap of not honoring yourself and doing these small resets. Oh, I just have to push through. I'll I'll get over it. I just have to do this. Every time I use the word just, I realize I'm not honoring the energy. Oh, just get over it. And I find that, you know, when I'm working with someone and the word just comes up, oh, just do this. Oh, it's just this. I realize that that's one of the um, hits that I need to remind them to honor their energy and pay attention to where they're at and find ways to reset, recharge, and and trust themselves. We um, 
are going through this shift where what we may have trusted to be true or institutions, people that had our best interests at heart, we have to realize that everybody's surviving for themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, everybody wants to survive and thrive, right? But you have to realize that what works for somebody else may not be beneficial for you and to be aware of that. I tell you every time, know yourself. Know what works for your energy and what doesn't. Know what's good for you and what is not. Know your strengths. Right? I know that I'm really good at some things and I'm really not good at other things. And so, you know, when something comes up and someone will ask me to help with something, I'll be like, that's not my, that's not what I'm good at. You would be better served to find someone else. So when I did this last mom's group, one of the questions I said to them, how do you get out of things gracefully? You know, that person asks you to volunteer this for something, but you just can't, like you just don't want to. So you look at that just. Because you, you know, are not honoring yourself. And so you don't know how to say no. What is your go-tos? Mine is, let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you. Because I need some time where there's no pressure. Because it's always a pressure to say yes. Because you do want to be helpful. We are designed to help. We like it. It's, it's, it's a good thing. But when helping becomes too much, we don't know how to say no. And one of the moms had a great one. She says, um, oh, how did she put it? I'm not reliable because if things come up and I can't make it, I will feel like I will let you down. That's another good one. I mean, in my world, it's certainly true. If I ended up having a cow calving, I that's more important to me. Sorry. And so... You know, I can't make that commitment because we need to make sure we're not overextending our energy and using it as distractions. You know, we're going to become more aware. We're going to become more um, in tune with our world. And how much of it's an illusion? There's truth, but then there's everybody's perception of situations that creates their own truth. Because we tend to see things the way we need them to be, right? You know, we've had a lot of past experiences, and it, it colors our life. It creates beautiful colors, though. But when we see a situation or encounter a situation, it is filtered through our own experiences. Unless you can get yourself into the energy of detachment. That's how I can do such you know, on track amazing readings and read people's energy because I know that I have the skill to detach my own filter and to stream the energy that they need to know because some of the things that come out, I'm like, wow, that's impressive. And as long as that never gets old, I will keep doing this. There have been some pretty tricky situations helping someone when someone else his ego agenda was not matching. And it's, it's harsh 
because in those moments I have to decide, am I willing to put myself out there and help knowing there's going to be backlash that's ugly? You get to decide. You have your own moral compass, your own integrity that you know what you're willing to put yourself out to do and what you are not. Where is your integrity meter? And it's personal, right? Because we're finding our world is very gray. Things that we never realized were an illusion or a lie are coming forth and we're like, wow. And it makes us question ourselves a lot, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because it's getting us back to our foundation, right? Who we are at our soul level, who we are, and who we want to be in the world. You know, when something um, triggers you and upsets you, you get to dissect it. What is it about that that upsets me? And untangle it to get way more insight into yourself. Now, you get to find all the good things about yourself, but you get to find all those darker things that we don't necessarily like to see, right? And we need to know those, right? I, I can get on my soapbox quite quickly and, you know, snarl. I have to, I am aware of that, and I have to check myself, is this worth it? Because I, I, you know, have taken on other people's causes and, you know, fought with them. And then I realized, well, I don't quite see it this way, but I want to support them. But is at the end of the day, is that really going to work for you? Because sometimes when we do that, it bites us in the butt because we're not always being true to ourselves, but we have that energy of wanting to help and support somebody else. And you have to remember that they can take advantage of that, not on purpose, not on purpose, but because they believe so strongly, they can't really wrap their heads around that you do not. Our world is so swirly, so swirly. And it's colored by, you know, what we've experienced. I mean, someone that's never experienced a boss who, you know, as a female, a boss that was expecting things from you as a woman that he wouldn't expect a male counterpart. I know I was... um, creating a new business, um, working for somebody else, and we were creating this kind of niche market, and it was exciting, and it was so much fun. And the computer guy decided I was not sucking up to him or I was not acknowledging his extreme brilliance in the way he wanted me to, and he threatened me. He told me that if I didn't, you know, be nicer to him, I believe the words were, He was going to make it look like I was stealing through the computer software. And, you know, I was 
immediately, really? I didn't get the results he wanted. He thought he could threaten me that way, and I would just, oh, I'm so sorry. Please don't do that. I mean, he didn't really know me. I immediately was like, really? You want it? Is this how your integrity is? Okay, then. Well, duly noted, I know that I need to watch my back with you, and it's certainly not going to make you make me like you any better. I mean, you're an arrogant jerk in the first place. If you would have treated me with respect in this whole process, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And I said that to him. And he didn't like it. You know, if that's, if that's what you feel you need to do, I said, you know, if you would treat me with respect this whole process, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. And it didn't get the results he wanted, and it was a completely male-dominant abusive situation because had I not been a female, it wouldn't have been an issue. So he went to my boss and complained and told on me. And my boss came to me and said, you need to apologize. And I'm like, Really? That's so professional, because I am a little sassy, as you may have noted. So I did the apology, but you know what I did. You can all guess. It wasn't that, oh, I'm sorry that I offended you and that, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was more like, I'm sorry if you were offended. That was not my intention, but you could treat me with more respect. Shall we start over? And we did. I still wasn't any nicer to him, but he realized that I had boundaries, and he pushed them. I mean, don't get me wrong, he still didn't like me, and I didn't like him, but we found a way to mutually work together without punching each other, I guess. I don't know. It wasn't that extreme, but, you know, it felt like it. Like, and so if you've never had an experience like that, you would not react so strongly to some of the things that go on in our world. And it's not right or wrong. It's who we are in this world. So my advice is to be open to other people's experiences and feelings because they also have a reason why they feel what they feel and are expressing their opinions in that way. Now, some of those are just like they love the drama. It energizes them. And that's, that's their thing. That's okay. Because to make it not okay, you'll drain yourself, right? You have to respect how somebody else wants, chooses to be in this world. You don't have to give it any energy, though. You can remain detached and just say, okay, well, let's not have coffee dates then because, you know, I... I don't necessarily need to have a conversation with you that I didn't like the way you treated somebody else. But I can just kind of disengage because I just, I'm tired. It makes me tired. Pay attention to what makes your soul tired. Because there's a physical tired and there's an energy tired. You need to know the difference. You know all those big heavy sighs? You know, that's an indication of energy tired and find a way to reset and recharge and refuel. Because when we get energy tired is when we reach for those unhealthy snacks. Because it's a way to refuel that feels so good, because it's a little bit, we know it's wrong, 
We know eating those chips, even though they taste so good, or that chocolate cake, mm, we know it's not the healthiest for us because society has told us that, right? What if it's not true? Just throwing that out there because we are going to have our belief systems challenged, our perceptions of how the world is supposed to be shattered, and we have to find a way to get through it and figure it out and untangle it. You need your foundations. Make sure you ground your energy often. You know, carry hematite, black kyanite. I have a black, a smoky quartz ring. It's a bigger stone. It's gorgeous. And I wear it, I've been wearing it for about two months anytime I go out in public. Not anytime, but a lot of the times because it, it blocks energies for me, because it's really easy as a strong empath to pick up on what everybody's putting down. Like, I have to pick and choose when I go shopping at, like, Costco. I have to arrange it for when it's not big crowds, because I can feel what people are feeling, and it, it overwhelms me. I have to be I, – I just – that's this is something I deal with every day, And this is why I live on a ranch surrounded by trees and nature and cows because I can handle that energy. That resets, that recharges. What does it for you? Knowing when to disengage. If social media is making you all angst and you're reading articles, because here's the thing, truth depends on your perspective. That's that's a challenging concept, I have to admit, because it took me years, and I still don't have it down pat, absolutely not. But when someone else's truth or what they choose to believe does not match yours, but, you, but there's a truth that should be obvious, you have to find a way to navigate that because... You're fighting kind of a losing battle, I guess. And you can't force your version of the truth, even if it is true. I know. It makes my head spin sometimes. But I've just had intense experiences where, okay, it is what it is. I can choose to be upset about it, or I can choose to let it go and just let it be and untangle my energies and learn from it. File a hurt feelings report and move on. Because whether they meant to hurt their feelings or they didn't mean to hurt your feelings, because you have to remember, people are wrapped up in their own worlds too. Nobody is immune to craziness happening, things that are unexpected, things they would rather not deal with. No one is immune. You may feel they are. You may think they are. That may be your perception. But I guarantee you, no one is immune. So they're going through their stuff, you're going through your stuff, you wish they would acknowledge your stuff and understand where you're coming from, but maybe their stuff is too much and they can't right now, so you have to figure out a way to deal with it. And to do that, just be true to you. If you like someone and you feel like they don't really like you, just continue being polite, courteous, respectful, smiling, spend time with them if you feel like it. But be cautious about opening yourself up too much until you, your intuition or instincts tell you that it's okay. 
because not everybody's going to like you, and that's okay. Hurts our feelings, but it's just the way the world is. And it could be, like I said to the moms group, it could be something you don't even know about. Like maybe you drive the car they've always wanted, and they're jealous. This often happens to me, which, so I'll be helping someone with their business, and their perspective of what my life and business is is not what it truly is. But that's not what they see. Because, again, we tend to see things the way we need them to be. And if they need to believe that that's the way my life is so they can aspire to it, that's okay, unless they start um, energetically messing with me in a harmful way. Then it's not okay, and you block it and you move on. No one has the right to mess with anyone else's energy without permission. That should be the universal golden rule. Oh, boy, I better watch the time. I'm getting to the last 20 minutes. And I want to do this meditation to release guilt because a lot of times when we're not helping people or we're not, you know, being that person who takes on their stuff and makes it better for them, we feel incredibly guilty. But we need to honor our own instincts, intuition, and energy. Okay, just need to pick a different going in meditation here because Apparently got a little passionate about this topic. (laughs) I am grateful with everything that's going on about, I'm grateful for all the energy it's bringing up for me and and for people I work with because it's creating some good conversations. You know, being psychic and intuition and spirituality in a different way has all become mainstream and I love that I do it's it gives me hope gives me hope so spiritually if you can get back to your basics like what what you know what's your spiritual belief who are you on your soul level okay let's release guilt because I know I'm experiencing this when I I say no (laughs) no I can't do that no thank you No, moving on. No, I can't be there for you that day. I feel guilty. And then I second-guess myself. Oh, maybe I could fit it in, you know. Yet, how come we can't honor ourselves that way? If we treated ourselves the way we treat our best friends and our friends, we'd be a lot better off. So let's do this um, releasing guilt meditation. you're feeling tapped out you can come back to this it'll be about the last mm, 18 19 minutes of the show okay get yourself in a comfortable spot you can have your feet flat on the floor and ground your energy that'd be great sometimes i hold a crystal right now i'm actually holding a quartz just to help me amplify the energies and to keep me grounded. All right, so let's become aware of our breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus 
on the breath. Then, let's take three big, deep breaths, as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. As the normal, natural breathing occurs, imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around head, neck and shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling. Going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back, circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering, is it a breathing of the breeze or is the breeze breathing me. With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus and every breath drifting deeper now the gentle sensations of the warm balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly releasing and letting go becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around 
around thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around through your feet. Now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily moving all around. So that as we count down, you are deeply relaxed. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. It's time to take a journey. Some may say that making a visit to the Red Rock Desert is a good place to go. Clearing the mind can often bring more for the soul. Seekers often go to Red Rock Desert. It's been said there is a fire pit there, not too high up, on a ridge somewhere. Fire in the pit is always burning. It's ready to burn away doubts, fears, bad habits, and stress. Wondrous tales have been told about others who have climbed up the gentle sloping curve of the red rocks to that ridge letting go of what they no longer needed or wanted. They tossed the old into the fire pit. If someone were to do this, they would have figured out the way to prepare for such a journey. For comfort and security, they would allow as though there is transformational power with that fire pit. Many have reported to receive ancient knowledge from taking this journey at twilight in the stillness of this desert. Sitting alongside the fire pit, noticing everything with their senses. What is seen heard touched smelled Sensory awareness is high. Notice what you notice. Feel what you're feeling. 
letting go, tossing it all in, then quiet, quiet, release. As you enjoy the transformational power with the fire pit, maybe you receive some ancient knowledge. By taking this journey in the stillness of this desert, sitting alongside that fire pit, noticing everything with your senses, that transformational energy the quietness of your easy breath just being giving yourself the luxury of being Letting go of all the guilt, letting go of all the shoulds that make your energy feel heavy, letting go of the fear that makes you feel trapped, receiving confidence in your choices, receiving the energy to trust your intuition, receiving some ancient wisdom to help you in your daily life. Taking it all in and tossing away what is not beneficial for your soul. Twilight turns to night. The night sky becomes ablaze with stars. Secure to receive what more may come for your soul. You are still.
and for now. Let's bring back the importance and the positives of this journey into conscious, outer, awake life at one with a deep cleansing breath in and release. And now at two, three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake. Say your name out loud. Eyes open wide awake. Say your name out loud. Nice. I want you just to keep breathing. Enjoy the calm that this lovely journey created for us. It felt really peaceful. It felt like you guys just gently tossed away stuff you don't need, energies you don't need, and you took in. If you receive some ancient wisdom and you would like to share, send me an email, shannon at psychiccowgirl.com. And if you don't, if you want to keep it to yourself and enjoy it, that's awesome too. No rules, no shouldas. Well, I'm going to wish you a happy rest of today, and I look forward to next week. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.